0: Pastor Mike McCoy, welcoming you to the time of truth. First John five thirteen. If I say that, that ought to put a smile on your face, right there. At First John five thirteen, and this is uh, this is where my heart's at tonight. And uh, I pray this will help you. I hear the page is still turning. When you found it, shout amen. Amen. These things have I written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God that ye may know that ye have eternal life and that ye may believe on the name of the Son of God. Father, we love you. Thank you for this night, for these that have come out, for the songs the service. God, we thank you for the rain outside. We thank you for a building that's dry. We thank you for every good thing you've given us today. We bless you, God, for every bite of bread we've had and every breath you've allowed us to take. I pray you'd bless your word tonight for your glory. You'd fill my mouth and guard my tongue. Preach me inside the bounds of the writ. Help me be accurate in the scripture. I'll give you praise, honor, and glory for everything that's accomplished. And God, I'd pray that we'd leave here walking a little higher. Lord, stepping a little faster, singing a little sweeter for the cause of our Savior. I ask it in Jesus' name tonight. Amen and amen. I'm to try to preach tonight for just a few minutes on things we know. Things we know. I don't think there's anyone in this room tonight that would disagree or that is agnostic or atheist. I believe everybody in this room tonight believes in God. I believe that everyone that we see here tonight believes in God, and, 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 and if you don't, you should. But, the, you know, the fool has said in his heart there is no God, but uh, look, tonight... This is in reference to the Lord and, and these things have I written unto you that believe on the name of Son of God. Well, it's just who is God tonight? And who is God? Well, God is omnipotent. Look here. It don't matter if they throw a nuke our way. If God don't want it to hit, it'll go somewhere else. God is omnipotent. There's never been a man that could stand against him. There's never been an army that could come against him. God is omnipotent. He is all powerful. He's God and there is none else. He said I'm God and there's none like me. But God, it's good to be on his side. He's the omnipotent God. There's nothing in our life that's going to come against us. No weapon formed against these shall prosper, by the way. He is God. Omnipotent. That means all powerful. He's God on this What does that mean? That means he knows everything. So I don't know if he knows everything. Listen, you know what he told Jeremiah? He said, before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. Let me tell you, that's some knowledge right there. Before ever formed, in the belly, I knew who you were. My word, he knows it all. The eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the earth. He's an omnipotent God, and he's omniscient. He he knows everything there is to know. Why he made it all. He knows how it works. It's amazing how many parts of the human eye that, that, that consist in order for us to be able to see. Just amazing. We're fearfully and wonderfully made. He's creator of God. He made it all. He knows how. He knows how the carpet would be manufactured before there ever was a rug. He knew how many fish he was going to put in certain places and all that. And you know what? It's all right with him if we kill the snail darter. Because he said, look here, we have dominion. Dominion over this stuff. God put it all here for our blessings. And he's omniscient. He knew what would last. The heart of the kings and the hand of the Lord. He knew everything, every turn. He knew what Putin would do before he ever thought about it. He knew who would be here tonight. He knew who wanted to be here and couldn't be here. And he knew the one that just didn't want to come. He's God omniscient. But he's God omnipresent. That's why he could bless Jolene at home today. She called me and she was in the Walmart shouting. Why, she blessed Jolene at the Walmart and bless me at the house. He can bless us here. And, and, and remember, Salman Hassan, our little Iraqi preacher? He can bless him on the other side of the world. He can bless us all at the same time in every place. God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Why? He's all places at all times, he's omnipresent. If I ascend into the heavens, he's there. If I made my bed in hell, he's there. Where, where shall we flee from the presence of God? The answer is we can't do it. Do we know that tonight? Sometimes we just be, need to be Jimmy. Here's a Jimmyism. My forgetter got ahead of my learner. So sometimes we just forget and we need to be reminded. Stir up your pure mind. Peter said by way of remembrance. So, so there's things we need to be reminded of. I needed to be reminded of this. I was trying to prepare for two messages today and God just dropped a nugget on me and said, why don't you, well, glory, why don't you just preach some things you know? Mm-hmm. So I know these things. Now, and and every saved individual in this room knows what I'm about to preach. And you know these things. These things have I written unto you that you may know, that you may know that you have eternal life. We know that we have that tonight. And we don't have it in ourselves. Who do we have it in? Jesus Christ. We have it in Christ Jesus. So here's, here's some things we know. Listen. Every saved individual in here tonight knows this. And someone before service tonight said they were having trouble forgetting some things. And I'm not going to point you out, but it goes right along with this. Because we know where we were. We know where we were. And you know what? Even though God's forgot about that, sometimes the devil reminds us over and over. We know where we were. He said this. Uh, remember in, in, ti- uh, in past times, be, you being Gentiles, the next verse says this that at that time, remember in times past, you being Gentiles, and then he, uh, speaking of the circumcision and the uncircumcision, but then he says that at that time you were aliens. Non participants, what that word means. We were aliens. And without Christ. And we were this. We we were strangers. We were strangers from this. From the covenant's promise. We didn't have that. And here's what the Bible said about it. Having no hope. That's where the lost world is today. I watched them people sitting at that funeral, Brother Gordon, their heads down. they look at me. I said, Jesus said you must be born again. I could see the blank stare. And uh, I, I mean, uh, no hope, having no hope. He told us not to sorrow as others which have no hope. Why? Look, it don't matter if they send a nuclear bomb to Crossville, Tennessee. Look, it may take me out of this world, but it won't take my hope away from me because my hope is not in this world. If I had hope only of Christ in this world, I'd be of all men most miserable. My, bless God, my hope's not in this world. My hope's in another world. I know this. I know where I was. You know where you were. We know where we were. Here's what, here's what Peter said about it. He said, he's begotten us again unto a lively hope. That means a living hope. That means you can't kill it, praise God. A lively hope. That's what he's begotten us again, be born again, begotten us again, put us in that thing. For at one time, you know what we were? Having no hope. So, can I use what you said in the prayer room? We were informed in the prayer room tonight that there's a school in Crossville. I hope this is false. I'm taking it on good of that is teaching that it's okay to be gay. they beat us to death and when I went to school. You open your mouth to something, that's, that's an abomination to God. You get beat for that. Let me go on record right here, telling my kids, that's all these young people in here tonight. According to the word of God, according to the word of God, that is not okay. According to the word of God, that's an abomination in the eyes of God. And according to the word of God, no one that is participating in that shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. And that's what the Bible says. Hey, listen, and you can tell them the preacher said so, because I don't care. Because here's what I'll tell them. You die with that, and I'll die with what I've got, because I know where I was yeah. and I know where you are yeah. and I know where you'll be when you leave here. There's some things we know. How sad for the children growing up. I couldn't stand that. I just homeschool, and I can't add five and five. They may come out an imbecile, but he'll know this. He'll know that God's God and Jesus is the Christ and praise God when he dies and leaves this world, he can go to heaven instead of go to hell and be a genius and go to hell. Ever learning, never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. How sad. How sad. We know where we were. But number two, we know where we are. Because, (laughs) I'm gonna slaughter some English right here. This just shows you my... Where I are is not where I were. <laughs> I'm in a different place. Hey, we know where we are. How do we know that? Because we have that hope, praise God. Ephesians 1, back in Ephesians, I can't get out of Ephesians, he said this we are accepted in the beloved, having redemption through his blood. Forgiveness of sins, praise God, that's where we are tonight. I'm not accepted because I'm a preacher. You're not accepted because you're a parent. We're not accepted because we're big or pretty or whatever. Listen, we're accepted tonight in the beloved. If it wasn't for Christ, I'd be in that bunch with no hope. But I've got hope tonight. Hey, and I know where I am. I'm not confused about where I'm at tonight. I wish I was a better Christian. I wish I never failed. I wish I never gave in to the flesh. I wish a lot of these things. I'm not talking about living in a habitual sin. The Bible's pretty plain about this. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth's not in us. I'm gonna tell you, uh, all of us miss the mark. That's not an excuse to miss the mark. We strive not to miss the mark. We persevere in the faith. We we follow Christ. When we fall and fail, we repent. We we confess. If we confess, repentance and confession is two different things, by the way. But if we confess our sins, He's faithful and just to forgive us our sins, cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So we know where we are. Even where I am, sometimes, sometimes I find myself in this. So I'm going to get gas today. Pat said, "Be sure and go buy Food City today. Get gas; it's double points." Thanks, Joe. I appreciate four dollar gas. So I get there. I do my, scan my little card. I do all that stuff. No points. I made a special trip. I've got to be at the graveyard in 20 minutes. I've made a special trip to go get gas because I'm going to get double points. I'm trying to save 50 cents. I'm going to start buying it in the highest place in town. Let's put her in there and close my eyes. The girl said, you don't have any points. I said, my wife said, I got double points on Wednesday. You don't have enough. I was mad. I'm trying to be real spiritual because I've got to go preach a funeral to a bunch of lost people and now I'm mad about the gas points. But the Bible said, be ye angry and sin not. I didn't call her no ugly names. I just stayed mad to myself, got in my truck said, Lord, help me. I've got to try to preach. I can't preach like this. See, be ye angry and sin not. Don't let the sun go down upon your wrath. And that's where I am. That's where we are. Hey, we're accepted in the And even being accepted in the sometimes we're not where we ought to be. We're angry or, or, or watch this, or we have some action in our life. Listen, it becomes sin when the anger turns to an action. Now we gotta be careful. I don't think there's ever a Christian that does something that somebody don't see it. We know the Lord sees it. But those people out there watching, they're watching you like a hawk. They want to see you bomb. So we're here. Where are we? We're in Christ. And sometimes in our our actions, but yet we're in Christ. Sometimes, sometimes, and Randy preached it Sunday night and I thought I'm gonna jump on that horse while, while we still got it on the track. Sometimes it's our apathy. I mean, you know. Teacher told a little boy, said, You know what's wrong around here? Ignorance and apathy. What do you think about that? He said, Don't know and don't care. (laughs) Don't know and don't care. Oh, yeah, that's the problem. Here we are, though. And all our faults and all our failures. Praise God. You know what, I done in the crawl in the prayer room last night? I just went to pleading the blood. I pled the blood on everything I could think of on you, on the church, on my family, on my ministry, on our sick people. I just started pleading the blood and then, then Pat calls me and we got a bunch more sick. I thought, Lord didn't hear me on that. <laughs> I'm pleading the blood. We're healed with his stripes. We're healed. You know the healing first, the necessary healing first is spiritual healing. And that's primarily what was, what was necessitated through, through his beating and crucifixion was spiritual healing. But, but, I'm glad that James didn't leave out anoint them with oil and pray over them and they'll be healed. Aren't you glad that he said that? I've experienced some of that myself. Sometimes God totally done it. Sometimes he just done it gradually. And sometimes he didn't do it at all. And I don't ever know, but I'm uh, faith. Brother John, I'm going to come and I'm going to ask just like he said to do. And then I'm going to let God make the choice. How many of you here knows he makes better choices than we do? We know where we were, but we know where we are. Listen. So I've been, I've, I've had several invitations to go down to the Capitol and, 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 and beat on congressmen's doors and do all this stuff. And I got to looking for that in the Bible and never found it. I found where he told me to pray for them guys. And let him take care of it. That's what I found. I'm not trying to be lazy. I don't have time to go down there anyway. I can't stay out of funeral homes and graveyards. Preach the, preach the word. Be instant and season out of season. A lot of people are not hearing the word today, but there's a few hearing it. So you just preach to who you can and let it fall to where it will. And do like old Paul. And tell them where you were. But be sure and tell them where you are. Because where you are, where you are makes all the difference. <laughs> and where you are, accepted in the beloved, is better than where you were. It's better, Tony, than where we were. Hey, praise God, it's good to be where we are tonight. You don't know that all these things I know. I know this. I know where I was. I know where I am. You do too. This is last. This is last. Mike Blanton said, cut your sermons down to 20 minutes. They love it. People love it. They'll just moral come. Shorten your sermons. And he said, I'm seeing as many saved. You don't have to preach an hour. I said, I can't preach an hour. I've Did you catch that word in there, eternal life? I, I, I'm sorry Junior's not here tonight. Not, not, not Brother Brant's. The family calls Brother branch Junior. I'm talking about Junior Swafford because he quotes this verse all the time. And, 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 and I was, I hope he's able to watch this because here we go. It's Hebrews 11 and 10. See, I know where I was and I know where I am, but I know where I'm going. Where I'm going's better than where I am, and I'm in a pretty good place. It's good. God's blessed us here. It's real good, when you see somebody saved. It's good, huh? But I know where I'm going. I'm not confused. Now I'm supposed to preach at Frog's Chapel tomorrow night. And I don't know where that's at, but I've got an address. And when I told somebody's on the other side of Palmy, they said, "Take your gun." I don't. Oh, I don't know. I, But I talked to the preacher and he said, the meeting's been real good. Now I'm not real sure how to get there. He sent me the address, Richard. But I found this out. Pat and I have experienced this more than once. You've reached your destination and there ain't nothing there. I said, somebody's messed up right here because I'm not where I needed to be. And And that's the address they said I was going to. I was in Indiana one time. Pat wasn't with me. She's my navigator. Keeps me out of the ditch and keeps me from getting tickets and keeps me on the right path and all this good stuff. And when I come to the end of the thing, I was in the middle of a 200-acre cornfield, and they said, you have reached your destination. It don't do any good to talk back to them, but it makes you feel better. I said, no, I'm not. (laughs) Relieve me. Sometimes that thing's wrong. But that ain't wrong. That told me exactly to get to where i want to be. And I'm looking for a city that hath foundations, whose builder and maker is God. That's where I'm headed. Now, I don't know, I don't know. I'm on my way, Brother Randall, but I don't know when I'm going to get there. But I'm headed that way. Uh, and I don't do near the funerals some of these guys do but I've had my share of funerals and I'm telling you I'm sick of it. I'm sick of watching families cry and if I see another grandchild walk up to a pawpaw and lean over in the coffin and start breaking down on me I'm just going to go ahead and die too. That's about to kill me because I'm having flashbacks that could be me and Colin leaned up over the coffin. Can't hardly take it. But I'm going to a city where he said, I'm going to make everything new. Mm-hmm. When I was 40 years old, making everything new really didn't appeal to me that much, but I'm telling you, now I really like old things because I'm old, but making things new is starting to sound better every day. Here's what, in that, in that list of no mores in that city, right off the bat, he said, no more death. What I have, Jimmy, have eternal life. Where are you going? To the city where nobody dies. Oh, where are you going to the city where there's no more pain? Where are you going to the city where there's no more sorrow? There's no suffering. There's no families having fights over things. There's no mamas and daddies not taking the children. There's no more of that stuff. There is no brothers hating one another. There is no falling out. Praise God, when we get to that city, it's going to be perfect, praise God. So, take courage tonight, church. I know these things. I know these things i know I know where I was. I know where I am, and I know where i 'm going I hope everybody here tonight knows that i 'm looking over the crowd i don't see one person that i can that I know personally that doesn't refresh Christ as Lord and Savior. They might be a child here hadn't been saved. And I'm telling you, God saves children just like he does old men. Do you know those things tonight? Are you going to that city that's built four square? Lisa's, Lisa Redwine's Second mama, she called her her second mama died today. Tammy Tackett's aunt the one we prayed for on the phone tree the other night the uncle uh, died He died David brass is hanging by a thread uh, It's a miracle. I don't know But then there was there was the funeral I done today we done the funeral on Sunday Praise God, David come through and done well. Thank the Lord. Thank you for praying for that. And I know sometimes you get these phone tree messages and it's right at the most inconvenient time. to put one. But you know what? It, and Vonda asking us for Brother Sheldon having his surgery in the morning. But you know what they're wanting? When they, they need help. They need help and they're depending on us to help them. And bear you one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. That's Bible, by the way. So that's what we do in these things. And you know why we can do that? Because we know where we were. And we know where we are. And Jerry, we know where we're going. I hope you're going with us. Jewel, come to the piano. Pastor Mike McCoy, thanking you for joining us at the time of truth.